And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. Hello there, Hatchet Nation, your friendly neighborhood Hatchet Man, Brother Craig, coming at you live. Welcome to today's program. This is, of course, the really real deal, and I am, of course, your friendly neighborhood Hatchet Man, Brother Craig. But guess what, folks? Without Mrs. Hatchet, there would be no Hatchet Man. And so, hey, I just want to send a birthday greeting out to my sweet, my wonderful wife uh and we just we just simply call her Mrs. Hatchet okay so um hey if uh, any if any callers uh who want to call up and uh wish her a happy birthday you know we just have to call her Mrs. Hatchet okay and um but we we appreciate um that and I, I'm going to tell you I appreciate everything that uh my sweet wonderful wife does uh uh she does so many things for me and um I just tell you she really she was literally an answer to a prayer, you know. And uh, for you folks, uh, and I'm just going to turn around to the camera here. For you folks viewing on Facebook, I have my Albuquerque, New Mexico uh, shirt on with the American flag, and it has Albuquerque on it. And uh, because this sweet and wonderful wife of mine, uh, before she was my wife, okay, now she was she was my wife because I was praying to the Lord to send me a, a wife just like her, okay, a godly woman, a wonderful woman. A precious woman and that prayer was answered and the only problem was I was in Richmond and she was in Albuquerque and so <laughs> on my birthday okay uh, about nine years ago I got on an airplane and uh, and I flew to Albuquerque New Mexico and I brought this sweet wife on home to mama okay and my mother loves her dearly and uh, and my grandmother my 99 year old grandmother loves her dearly and I love her dearly. And so, uh, hey, for you all out there who love the Hatchet Man, I guess you love her dearly because, again, as I said, without Mrs. Hatchet, trust me, folks, um, it'd be real, real hard for the Hatchet Man to be the Hatchet Man. You know, I'd be flailing and slinging. I'd be trying to be the Hatchet Man. <laughs> but um, with my sweet wife being the wind, uh, beneath my wings, uh, she helps me to actually be the hatchet man. And uh, and I tell you another thing about Mrs. Hatchet too. She's sweet and wonderful. But uh, you all have heard me crack this joke over the years that Mrs. Hatchet runs a tight ship. Okay, <laughs> that's not quite so much of a joke. Mrs. Hatchet does run a tight ship, and she keeps a tight rein on the hatchet man. You know, if I if I slip up. You know, a lot of times I would hope uh, that a listener would call and just, you know, brother to brother. Well, brother Craig, you kind of slipped up there. Uh, maybe you need to check thus and so. 
But uh, look, if you all out there don't call up and check me out or get me to check myself out, guess what? Mrs. Hatchet does. If I misquote a Bible verse or if I say this or that or if it doesn't come off quite right, my sweet, wonderful wife will make sure that um, I do a little research and uh, and the next time I get it right. And um, as a matter of fact, there's been a couple of times, uh, and, you know, and it's not too often uh, for having been on the air for 10 years, but. You know, there have been a couple, I think two occasions when I've had to come back the following week and correct something, and I have my wonderful wife to thank for that, and uh, and I'm I'm appreciative of that. And not, not only that, but just so many, uh, so many wonderful things uh, that I have to be uh, thankful for. So, you know, it's, it's good when, um, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Uh, and so I found one, I prayed for one and, uh, and God heard that prayer and God answered that prayer. And so, and I don't have to say if you're listening because my sweet wife is always listening. <laughs> so I just want to say, I love you, sweetheart. And thank you, uh, so much. Thank you for being, uh, on this, uh, awesome journey with me. I have a true partner and a true friend. We are the dynamic duo. And um, we do have a very adventuresome life together. Uh, there is no, there's no boredom uh, on Johnson's Mountain. Trust me, folks. And uh, and also, I want to say hello to our wonderful friends out in Louisa. Uh, Mrs. Hatchet and I went out and paid a visit to the to the friends we have out in Louisa uh, this past Thursday night. Uh, I was invited to give a speech out there, and it was my pleasure and delight to do so. And it's always uh, wonderful to go back out uh, to that part of the state of Virginia and reconnect with so many old friends and, and of course, uh, made some new friends. And, um, you know, my wife tells me I could make a friend in an elevator ride. (laughs) And, and, you know, so when I say I'm your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, I'm not joking. I'm a friendly guy. But, you know, but this is the deal, folks. If you love the Lord, if you love our nation, if you love our Judeo-Christian heritage, if you love all the things that are good, that are right, that are just, that are wonderful, you know, the things that Paul writes that are the things that we should meditate on, okay? If if these are the things that are in your heart and in your soul that that animate you, the things that love you, then I'm, I'm your brother. I'm Brother Craig, okay? I'm your brother. But now, if you don't love those things, all right, if you're the type of person that delights over the way Judge Kavanaugh has been treated lately, um, or, you know, I saw a bunch of wicked women on uh, some TV show. Uh, I forget the name of the show, but it's like five or six wicked women. And um, they were delighting over uh, the unfortunate circumstance of Bill Cosby um, you know, in his 80s, going to prison. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, they, they were delighting over that. And, you know, these are the type of people, I, for them, I'm the hatchet man. I'm not Brother Craig, okay? I am not the brother. Uh, I mean, even weak Republicans like Jeff Flake. I'm, I'm not Jeff Flake's brother. I'm the hatchet man. I, I have a hatchetation for Jeff Flake. I, for those uh, those senators, those two Democrat senators, uh Corey Booker and Kamala Harris, I, I can't say, 
you know, Cory Booker is my brother. I, I honestly, I honestly, as much as, you know, my Christian friends would like me to be able to say that, and many of them are under the impression that they can say that, but God's holy word says, how can light and darkness dwell together? They, they can't. They can't. And so, again, you know, there's a time for everything. And, you know, and I'm not going to beat up on Christians that they want to take that position. If you do, fine. Okay. Um, you know, I love my Christian brothers and sisters, and there are many um, that, you know, they're, they're like prayer warriors. And so that's good. And there's certainly a time for that uh, to go into your prayer closet. I have my time of prayer, too. But, folks, I want to be a warrior. I want to be a 24-7 warrior. I want to come out of my prayer closet and be a warrior and to go to war, to get up on the wall and to be a watchman. Because in the book of Isaiah, when, it, when the God gives instructions to the watchman, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's not a suggestion, okay, to keep not silent. That's, that's, a, that's instructions if, if, if you're going to call yourself a watchman. Now, if you don't want to, if you don't, you don't have to, you're not under any obligation to call yourself watchman, but there are a whole lot of folks out here, and I have Reverend Chickenfoot in mind. They stand in front of a pulpit every week, sometimes more than once a week. Some of them do, doing two and three services per Sunday, cha-ching, cha-ching, and saying nothing. Because on their watch, this society has gotten worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, okay? So is, is the word of God failing, or are we who are supposed to take the word of God, use it, deliver it, speak it? There's power in the spoken word, power. God spoke things into existence. He simply said, be and it was. And so there's, there's power, but we, we have people that have access to this knowledge and they won't use it out of what? Fear. Fear. And for these people, it's, it's hatchetation time, okay? It's hatchetation time for these type of people. And um, we're going to welcome our, our friend of the program, Edison. Edison, what's on your mind, brother? How you do, uh, Hatchet Man? Well, I, you know, I'm trying to get on a roll here. I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of getting hot, Edison. But you know, I knew it's, you. Are. Um, I can tell it. I can tell it. I, I could. I, I tell you, you know. But I also got to say this, Hatchet Man. You know, I, I've, I've been. I sit down and I listen. I listen to this whole. Uh, you know, this whole. I listened to, to to them the other day from beginning to end, and, and I took a day off and listened to it and. And watch television. They're liars. They let me tell you something. Look here. I don't doubt in my mind. I don't doubt in my military mind that there's something that happened to this woman. I really do believe. But when you can't remember, see, the Bible says, "Where's the wise? Where's the scribe? Yeah. Where's the dispute of this world? Has God not taken the foolish things this world and confound the wise?" You know, we have so many people out there that like the voice you've got is truth. But when you hear somebody and they can't, they show you a big diagram of where this happened, how many miles it was to where she lived, and all this. And you know, can't you remember if you what, drove or if someone drove you home. Because see, no. if she was to say, "Well, someone drove me home," the next question is, "Okay, well, who who drove you home?" 
Okay, mm-hmm. and so then they would want to go to that person. The whole thing is a constructed lie, and Jeff Flake knows that it's a lie. Okay, well, the Democrats it, it, know it, it, it's, it's a lie. Cory Booker and 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 Senator Cory Booker and Senator Kamala Harris. You know, last week I was speaking the truth when I said Edison that they were in a competition. It was like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the nastiest Democrat of them all? And it's like it's a tie. Okay, and uh, but listen, my brother, I I hate to cut you short. You no, 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 no. God bless you. I'm gonna listen this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Well, give a listen because we have our favorite congressman, Dave Bratt. Okay. All right. All no, right. we um. No, I, I. Okay. No, that's another call here. I thought we had Dave on. No, All right. You go ahead. Bye bye. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And you heard the giving ad there, folks. The hatchet man cannot stand behind this microphone for free. Freedom is not free. And uh, and so just bear that in mind. I invite you to go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, there's a donate portal 
uh, there. And for those of you who prefer to uh, support uh, folks like myself, the teller of truth, the butt kicker, the onion toter, if you think we need more of this in America, then support us. And uh, we are attempting to expand to other markets. Uh, we're already out in Lynchburg, Roanoke, and, Re- and um, what, Bedford. Okay, uh, we're looking at other markets. But again, freedom is not free. And uh, we've had a, a couple of folks that have seen fit to sow a wonderful seed into supporting us in the last couple of weeks. And to these people, I want to say uh, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, it's, a, it's a real blessing. And uh, if you'd like to send an old-fashioned check in the mail, the address is 8659 Staples Mill Road, 23228. Uh, if I said that too fast, grab your pen. I'll say it again later. But for right now, we want to welcome another caller to the to the program. You're on live with your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Hello, you're you're on the air live. Hello? Yes, you're on live. Yes, I just want to let you know that uh, Tim Kane's having a block party at 1515 uh, Confederate Avenue de- today. Uh-huh. And if you, uh, anyone might want to go there, you know, with the gays, lesbians, transgender, the abortion people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, so I can show up in that prominent neighborhood just near the AP Hill Monument. Yeah, I know exactly where it is, Confederate Avenue. And, um, you know, they're supposed to... Nothing's going on yet. It'll go on probably around 12. They're supposed to tear that street name down, aren't they? I mean, these these people are... going to have to change the name of the street. Yeah, but look, I I met Tim Kane a few weeks ago when uh, I was at the uh, Chesterfield County Fair and uh, invited him uh, to come on the program. I invited him in person. Uh, I gave him my business card... uh, he asked me to give it to his press person and that the press person would interface with me to set up the interview. I've been inviting Tim Kane as a guest for years. In the past, I've always sent them an email, but this was this time it was done in person. So I know that the uh, the invitation could not have gotten lost. And 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 of course, these Democrats, they're not gonna face the hatchet man. And so I just and I had no expectation that he would. I invite these people, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, all the big-time Democrats. They run like cockroaches, okay, as, as, as is wise. Poverty pimps. Yeah, poverty pimps. They, they're not coming to face the hatchet, man. They'll go somewhere where the lies can be told. But listen, I appreciate your call, my friend. Got, keep it up, Craig. Thank you. Thank you. All right, 804-454-1366. We have another caller on the line, and uh, we do have open lines, 804-454-1366. You're on Live with the Hatchet Man. Good morning. How are you? I am better than I deserve, but I'll take it, ma'am. How are you? I'm fine. This is Mary from Richmond. Yes. And I only have two comments. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Any man that votes for a Democratic woman is crazy. Because they will just tell you to shut up and stand aside. Oh, yeah. Well, look, um, this chick Spanberger, her her people stuck one of her flyers in my door. I guess they did not know whose door they were sticking it in. But I'm so I'm so glad they did it because I have it here in my hand. OK, it does not mention that she's a Democrat. OK, it. Uh. she's telling the same old lie that Democrats always tell. See, at election time. They are they are always 
about getting things done and working across the aisle, okay? Oh, and she, no, she writes no, no. here, in law enforcement <laughs> and at CIA, good ideas don't come with party labels, okay? That's why I'll work with anyone to get things done in Congress. Now, when's the last time a Democrat crossed the aisle? You always have some goofball Republican, like this time it's Jeff Flake. Flake. Okay, right. Jeff the Flake. But now, when's the last time a Democrat actually it, worked it, with it a does. Republican or supported a position? Because, see, I'm, a, I'm more of a position guy because, see, Mary, when, when, you, when you explain to people positions, and if you look across the country and see when you have an issue on a ballot as a, as a ballot initiative, see, a ballot initiative is not Republican-Democrat. It's the issue. Like in Virginia, when they, we had the property rights initiative. 75% of Virginia voted yes, 25% voted no. And so what that means, Mary, is that all the Republicans wanted to protect property rights and half of the Democrats wanted to protect property rights. But now if you just say, okay, re Republican so-and-so versus Democrat so-and-so, then... It's a different story. It's a different story. It's a different story. And so I'm trying to get Democrats. See, Republicans get it for the most part. I'm trying to get Democrats to understand that when you vote Democrat, you're voting against your interests. If, if you're voting based on personality or resume, and this chick wants you to think that she's like the female version of James Bond because she worked at the CIA. We don't even know. I don't know if she was the secretary that was in, in the typing pool or if she was out hunting down bad guys. But I do know this. The, the former director of the CIA is a Muslim and is very active against President Trump. There's a swamp at the CIA. And just because you worked at CIA does not make you a patriot or a hero. This woman is a sympathizer to Muslims just like John Brennan. Yeah. Another thing is I would like to see a national uh, commentator for one this next week open up his 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 station or his program to all the men that have been falsely accused. Oh, that's a good idea. Now, hold, hold on. We're up against a break. Can you hold on and we can unpack that on the other side? Yes, uh-huh. All right. This is your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I have Mary from Richmond. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to unpack that idea on the other side. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing. If tomorrow all the things were gone 
for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky star Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we want to uh, rejoin Mary uh, here, Mary from Richmond. And Mary, you have such a clear call uh, here. You sound so good there. What type of phone are you calling in on? I don't know. I, it's a, a it's a Panasonic. I just bought it because my other ones had just. Oh, uh, is it a landline or a cell phone? It's a it's a landline. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's why it's so clear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But listen, that was a, you had a good idea about the men who have been falsely accused. I mean, you yeah, look at look at look at Clarence the, the Thomas. Little, yeah, Clarence. Oh, I love Clarence Thomas. Yeah. He was crucified. He was crucified. Yes. He called and it a high-tech lynching, and I call this a high-tech assassination. What about the boys in the uh, lacrosse? Yeah, Duke, Duke University. Duke, what about the boys at the uh, University of, of, uh, of Virginia? Of Virginia. Yeah. And what happened to the girl? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But those boys and their parents had to spend millions of dollars yeah. to clear their name. Yeah. And will they ever get their reputation back? Oh, of course. And see, and this is another thing too, Mary. They they all they say, oh well, if you don't uh, give the woman a fair hearing, then you're anti-woman. Okay. But as, the man, as, the man never gets a a, a fair hearing. Oh, I understand <laughs> that, but. Go, you Kavanaugh go, is already guilty. You go into the Bible, okay? Now, you had a false accusation with Potiphar's wife and Joseph, okay? Uh-huh. So now Joseph went to prison. Yeah. Now, God used his imprisonment to further elevate Joseph, but how many, how many people have that situation where people just automatically believe the woman? And there, there are many cases where... Uh, young men, they're dating young ladies, uh, like ones that the young man's in college and the young girls in high school. And, you know, there's a year or two that separates them. Uh, but because the girl is uh, 17 or 16 and the boy is like he's 18 or 19, there have been situations where they've broken up. And now for revenge, yeah. the, the girl says, oh, he raped me. And, and the boys have been sent to prison for rape. And and then later on, the, the, these girls have come back and they've recanted. Now they're remorseful. And there was one recently where the guy had spent 12 years in prison and then now the girl, the, she's a woman now, now she's sorry. Yeah, now she's sorry. But another thing, how about all the boys that have been accused of some kind of rape in college and were kicked out and then found later yes. that the girl lied? This happens He's- all the time, Mary. And see, women are not, um, in, women are human beings like men are human beings, okay? Women, and- let me tell you, women are vicious. Well, I don't want to say it like too. that, Mary, as a man. You know, as though women are more vicious than men. I'm just saying men and women are both have a fallen nature, okay? That Jesus said all have sinned. He didn't say just women or just men or just Republicans or just Democrats or just white people or just black people. He said, well, Jesus I sh- said, I shouldn't say oh. that they're vicious. I should say that they are vindictive. Well, there's an old saying, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And so, 
you know, who knows? I mean, this chick, she's not a Barbie doll, so who, you know, <laughs> I you mean, know, the one, this, the I'm talking about thing, Dr. Ford, okay? Yes, and she's not an old woman. I mean, the lady, you know, I don't mean to, to, to make fun of the way people look, but the lady does not look like she's 50 years old. Okay, she there looks like one, she's 65. Yeah, there was one statement she made that caught me right away. And this is what she said that when she had her revelation, it was because of double doors that they were remodeling the house and, and she oh. was having an argument about double doors. And all of a, all of a sudden she says, oh, it was Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh that, that uh, I'm not going to use the word rape because he did not rape her. Yeah. But then she says, oh, and one day he may sit on the Supreme Court. And I said, how would you know back in 2012 that mm -hmm. he may one day sit on the Supreme Court? Yeah, these people, they, these people are just liars. And, and I have one more statement, then I'm going to let you go. Go. All of the men in Alaska, there are more, more men in Alaska than women. Mm -hmm. They should all vote against this Lisa M Lisa Murkowski. Yeah, get her out oh, of office. Oh, my goodness. And see, now, Lisa Murkowski, uh, for people who don't remember, um, there was a Tea Party guy that um, Joe, what's Joe's last I name? I can't remember his last name, but she she's. He won fair and square in the primary, okay? Yeah. And, and then so she then she did a write-in campaign, it, yeah. and the Democrats uh, joined a few low-fat, weak-kneed Republicans that hate Tea Party people because yeah. they hate tellers of truth, okay? They want these people to not rock the boat so that those that are really they're in the politics business, they're not in politics out of love of country. They're in politics out of love of self, as the Bible power, says, power. men would be lovers of themselves and lovers of money. So these type of people, they hate Donald Trump. These type of people, they hate Dave Brett. These type of people, they hate Corey Stewart. These type of people hate me. You're friendly. You know, as nice a guy as I am, can you imagine someone hating me? Did, <laughs> did not Corey Stewart write a book and in that book stated that he did molest a girl? Who, Corey? Corey Stewart. Uh, no, I don't know about that. I don't. I did not know Corey even wrote a book that he himself. Yeah. Uh, oh no! I, Come I, on, I, there, now, Mary. Maybe that I heard that on 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 something. No, I do I believe that well, for one, this next week that all radio commentators should leave their phones open to all of the men and boys that have been falsely accused. And I bet you they will be thousands and thousands and thousands of Yeah, them. and so I'll, I'll open the phone up right now if there's someone out here that's uh, been falsely accused and, you know, 804-454-1366. Or if you can remember a, a story of someone prominent, and there, there are many out here, um, you know, even it's, it's, it's biblical, some of, this, some of this wickedness, Samson and yeah. Delilah. You know, well, Jezebel had Naboth killed, okay? Yep. Salome had John the Baptist beheaded, okay? These are women. These are women. And so, you know, here we have people that are professed to be Christians, that profess to be uh, Christian ministers. I mean, a Christian minister, there's no excuse for a Christian minister to fall for this because a Christian minister is supposed to be an expert in the Word of God. And all he has to do is go into the Word of God 
and he's supposed to be able to discern truth from falsehood and give clarity to the average person because the media, they're not going to do it. They're supposed to bring clarity. This is my mission to bring clarity, you know? But listen, I appreciate it, Mary. God bless you. And listen, everybody pray for Judge Kavan. Yes, yes. Thank you. This this is wrong. Yeah, this is wrong. He's a, he's a boy scout, but love, yeah, wrong. you know. But yeah, I appreciate the call, but I'm gonna have a few more things to say on it. We're gonna take a quick break right now. But if someone wants to call, the number here 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, brother Craig. And I heard, as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see, and I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going round taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the FirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air. But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, the really real deal. And, uh, hey, we um, we, we want to welcome another caller to the program. Uh, we have Joe. Uh, Joe, you want to talk about the Kavanaugh situation? 
Brother Craig, the hatchet man, just swinging a hatchet of righteousness and truth to the glory of God on a Saturday morning. What could be better? <laughs> Very kind words. I really appreciate that, my friend. And uh, and you know, I was just uh, 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 someone just called and told me about uh, what Mary had said about a senator writing a book, and it was actually. Uh, Corey Booker that wrote a book, okay? And so now I've Googled uh, it. Corey. <laughs> it was Corey Booker. It was it was not Corey Stewart. She had the wrong yeah, please, Corey, let's, okay? Let's so Corey's right in there. Whoa. Yeah, Corey Booker, okay? And Corey Booker was in a competition with uh, Kamala Harris, if you recall how nasty they both were to Judge Kavanaugh. And I cracked a joke that, uh, you know, the two of them were saying, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the nastiest Negro of them all. And so, because they both want to be president. And see, the way to become president as a Democrat is to prove that you can be nasty and mean and you can fight and you can destroy the enemy. Now, on our side, we want to become president by proving you can reach across the aisle. You know, as you know, my friend across the aisle. You don't have a friend across the aisle. You have an enemy across the aisle. At the very minimum, you have an opponent across the aisle. If you don't want to use the word enemy, I think they're the enemy. Oh, man, you get it cut off. Talk about slapped. Now, check this out, Joe. Check this out. Speaking of hand slap, this is a direct quote from Cory Booker's book what that uh while he was a high school student quote yeah, Corey Booker not Corey, Corey Stewart, Booker Corey not Booker. Corey Stewart Corey yeah, Booker okay you. this nasty negro uh poverty pimp politician that's you know going after anybody that's a republican Trump Kavanaugh you and really they're going after you and I they're going after the people that support these folks that's this is why. a direct quote after having my hand pushed away once I reached my mark, okay, quote, mark, okay? Now, this is mm. after she's pushed his hand away now, he he persisted, and he reached his mark, okay? Okay? And so yeah. if there's any Boy Scouts out there, his hand is between her legs, okay? I'm just going to break uh, it down. Because, oh, oh, see, I sometimes I, I have to write it in crayon for some people, okay? And uh, yeah. this is what he wrote. Our groping ended soon. And while no quote-unquote relationship ensued, okay, so this Wait. was just, this was casual sex, okay, no relationship ensued, a friendship did. You see, the next week in school, she told me that she was drunk that night and didn't really know what she was doing, unquote, okay? Mm. So now, th this guy, he admits what he did, okay, and so... Yeah. Now, you have a guy on Chris, oh, this guy, Chris Saliza, on uh, CNN. He says that's less important. Now, this, this less important than the Kavanaugh deal. And the Kavanaugh oh. deal is unsubstantiated. The man has a calendar to prove he wasn't anywhere near there. Yeah, his calendars were extremely impressive. Detail, like yes. detail you know, day by day. So yes. He knows he wasn't what he was doing. Because many people keep... Um, Diaries, and so what his father taught him was that uh, you could combine a calendar and a diary, and it's like you you can look back over your life, and you know because his father did that for years, and so this is where he learned it from, and uh, and of course some of the Democrats, uh, when he initially said he had uh, calendars, 
they were like, oh, well, he's went and made up an old calendar. And, uh, but they're not made up, and they're obviously not made up. And the guy can prove he wasn't there. I mean, this is a Boy Scout guy, and they're making jokes over the fact that the man was a virgin when his Christian faith taught him to save himself sexually for marriage. And then you have Democrats on TV. They're cracking jokes about this. Yeah, Phil, I'll show you where they're, where they're uh, coming from. And, you know, when you think about her uh, testimony, there was an interesting uh, quote that, or an interesting statement she made. She said that the worst thing that happened to her was, or the thing that upset her most, I guess is the term you use, when, when they she were laughing. put her hand over her mouth, and that's what she said in her statement. And then when they asked her the question about what uh, what upset her most, she said when she was laughed at. Now, wait yeah. a minute. It can't be both ways. <laughs> and if you're in the bathroom with the door closed, how are you going to see? You have to see to see yeah. somebody's pinballing down the stairs. I uh, know. But see, this I mean, is the thing, you Joe. Talk, you, slide, you sway back and forth, but pinballing down the stairs? Yeah, I know. I know. There's so many holes in this woman's story. And Jeff Flake is, I mean, see, this is why we need to be active at the primary level, okay? We need That's to really, right. see, we need it's to, to complain about Jeff Flake after he's elected. That's like you, you're, you're, you're not an active parent when your child is one years old, two, three, and four, and, uh, and, and five years old. But now when the child is 15, 16, and 17, now all of a sudden you complain. OK, yeah, yeah, and so you have to put the that. work in early. And That's so right. if we want to not have these type of Republicans, these weak need Republicans, these low fat Republicans, these celery and Why tofu no eating Republicans. OK, if you yeah. want a steak and onion Republican and you're <laughs> sick and tired of your tofu and celery Republican, well, you make that choice during the primary season. And Before we have notoriously down, low turnout. Evils, right? Well, you have notoriously low turnout during the primary season. And during the primary season, primarily the activists show up. Okay. And the average the average person, they don't show up. But then when you get a weak Republican that won't go fight the um that won't fight the Democrats, now you're complaining. And so, yeah, because then you really don't have a choice. You, you don't, don't have, have a choice. You can't vote for the Democrat. And so, this is why some Democrats even get elected because they, you have this weak Republican, and then you have a, a Republican voter that says, "I'm not going to show up and vote because I don't like my Republican." Well, yeah, well did you show up during the primary? That's right. When you have a big choice, so let me ask you a question: Do you do you have like an office with a phone number? Because I want to. Talk to you about getting some more stations off the air. And that yes, of yes, I, I do. There is an office now. Are you online? Can you just go to my website? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a computer. I don't have computer access. I'm blind, and I don't have the equipment. Plus, oh, okay, you know, oh, okay. Office. Well, the um, the office the office address is eight six five nine Staples Mill Road. But what this do this offline? Uh, don't hang up. And Asher will take your name and number down, and I'll give you a call uh, after the program. Oh, okay. oh, Asher's going to talk to me, buddy. Yes. Asher, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll so I, I need to congratulate him on the new FM we've got, anyway. Oh, okay. 
All we right. got FM on 92.7. Yes, we're now. at 92.7 now in the in Central Virginia and uh, as well as 8.20 a.m. And, uh, and we're also actually broadcasting in Lynchburg, Roanoke, Bedford. And uh, so we're moving. Oh, that's great. We're expanding yeah. some already. Okay, yeah. Thank well, you so much, fantastic. Joe. Well, I'll, I'll give you my number and you can give me a call during the week and we'll talk. All right. Thank you now. All right. God bless. And uh, we had another couple of callers uh, back when we had kind of a log jam. There were three or four folks on the phone at the same time, and I think one or two of them dropped out. But feel free to call back. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. And, um, and you know, uh, another thing that there may be a uh, indirect benefit, because remember now when Potiphar's wife falsely accused Joseph of uh, making sexual advances on her, and Joseph did not do that, okay? And, um, and, 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 and the, the Old Testament, well, the whole Bible really is full of people that uh, their, their sins have been detailed and how they came to a point of forgiveness. Now, one person that there's no sin listed, not to say that, you know, Jesus says we all sin. It's not to say that Joseph didn't sin, but there's no written record of any sin by Joseph, okay? And so it's even to the point of, you know, Potiphar's wife, you know, this beautiful woman, and Joseph is, you know, everything in the kingdom is made um, available to Joseph. And the, the, the wife of the man that gave him that power and authority is pursuing him, and he runs from her to the point where she grabs his cloak and she has it in her hand. And she's so angry at being scorned that this one thing she wanted, this handsome young man that she wanted and she could not have, and he rejected her, this one thing. So she accuses him falsely and, and he gets sent to prison because she has quote unquote evidence. Okay. She has his cloak that she grabbed and that he let go because he was running from her. And so don't tell me that all men, I mean, and, and for, for Christian ministers to say things like, you know, and, and particularly they do this in regard to president Trump. You know, they're all, oh, he's a horrible person, or how could any Christian support Trump? You know, and then they'll detail something from his past life, okay? And the Bible is full of men who have a past life. It's full of women who have a past life, okay? What did Jesus say to the woman caught in adultery? Go and sin no more. What did the wicked people want to do? Did the wicked people want to forgive her? No, the wicked people were self-righteous. Oh, we're going to stone you to death because you're, you're a sinner. And Jesus is saying we're all sinners, okay? And so you have these wicked people literally wanting to, uh, to metaphorically stone Judge Kavanaugh to death. They want to stone the man to death. Not that he did this because even if he had done it, I would still support him because this would have been a 17-year-old who'd had a few too many beers to drink and a 15-year-old who's someplace that she has no business being, okay? And let's just be honest, okay? Let's just be honest. I'm a father. I'm the father of a daughter. My daughter is not 15 now, but my daughter once was 15. And I can tell you with certainty 
that my 50, my, when my daughter was 15 years old, she was not in anybody's party up in somebody's bedroom, okay? She just wasn't there because as a father, that's what I taught her, and that's the type of behavior I modeled in front of her. You know, I didn't go off on us. I mean, these, these wealthy people up in Washington, D.C., to go on a vacation somewhere and then leave the kids. And, I mean, what do they think the kids are going to do? And, again, this is just like in our politics, okay? No deposit, no return. Your children are like that. No deposit, no return. Your politicians are like that. No deposit, no return. You have to get active early, okay? We have no one to blame but ourselves. We have the government we deserve. We have the nation we deserve. We have the family situations we deserve. We have the income levels we deserve. And if we want to deserve something different, whether it's personally or whether it's corporately as a society, if we want to deserve something different, we have to make a different level of deposit, okay? And so there's just too much finger-pointing and blame-laying. And I know that there's one type of, one group of people that makes one type of deposit, which is what I call the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition, and I know there's another type that makes another type of deposit, which I call the coalition of evil. But what we're going to do, we're up against a break, and I'm, uh, we, we're going to take a five-minute top-of-the-hour news break. And on the other side of the break, I'm going to break that down. And uh, so we'll just be right back, folks. <laughs> I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough. I just knew too. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, hey, it's been a great first hour, the beginning of our second hour here. And, uh, hey, the phones were really, really hot. And, uh, hey, I'm even looking here on Facebook. Facebook's been pretty active, too. And thank you so many uh, birthday greetings to Mrs. Hatchet. I mean, wow. Uh, folks really, um, folks really, really do love Mrs. Hatchet, and that warms my heart because I love her too. And uh, so, 
Thank you all out there. And, uh, hey, we're talking about, uh, of course, uh, Judge Kavanaugh. But more importantly, um, you know, there's a there's obviously a spiritual battle uh, going on in this nation. And many people uh, talk about that. And I have many Christian friends that uh, talk about that a lot. And, you know, my take on that is, uh, and I, you know, and I don't want to make this, you know, I'm not a theologian. I don't want to make this a theological discussion or of, uh, you know, that I have to be right and you have to be wrong or vice versa. I'd really, you know, because I'm, I'm the type of guy that in, um, you know, one, one of the things I shared in, in my speech to, uh, out in Louisa Thursday, uh, where actually the title of the speech was the seven C's of a successful society. Okay. And, uh, and that starts with Christian faith. And so my thing is, is out the Christian coalition, the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition that we need to stick together and support one another. Okay. I'm your brother. If you're a Christian, I'm your brother, period. Okay. And so I don't want, I don't want, um, theological differences to divide us. Okay. Uh, and, and for one thing, you know, that, that, and it, I think it grieves the Holy Spirit when we do that, okay? And there's a proper time for everything. And, the, you know, there's a time to have, you know, theological differences on, you know, what I call minutia, okay? And I know many people would disagree with me in referring to it as minutia, okay? But in the big picture, I think it is, it, you know, it is minutia or it can be minutia in in the big picture of things okay so i'll just go ahead and throw this out there okay the fact that we all have choices in life because god created us with free will and so to the extent that we want to say well there are spirits out there then what are you going to yield yourself to the holy spirit or are you going to yield yourself to these many evil spirits that Satan uh, and his gang of uh, fallen angels have out there? There are spirits of homosexuality out here. There are spirits of evil and gossip. There are spirits of envy and jealousy. There are spirits of, you know, being uh, spirits of selfishness and wanting power over other people. There's all this out, out here, okay? All this out. And you have an option. You have a choice. And this is why we need watchmen on the wall. We, we need watchmen everywhere, folks. We don't just need watchmen in the political realm. And, you know, and I try to be a watchman on the wall, but I try to be a watchman on the wall that drills down to core issues, okay? Because if the core is strong, the periphery is strong. And I try not to worry too much about the periphery, okay? And so... There are people in this world that are in positions of influence and leadership, and they are demonic, and they are from the pit of hell. And I don't mean the periphery of hell. I don't mean they're wrong every now and then. I don't mean they're my friend across the aisle and they're just simply mistaken. I mean they are demonic from the very pit of hell. They are my opponent and or my enemy, period. And I fight these people. And I don't fight these people. I don't fight these spirits. I don't fight these ideas 
simply because I love to fight. No fighter loves to fight. There's no warrior, there's no soldier with, you know, the Medal of Honor that has it because he wanted it. He has it because he was pressed into a situation and he responded in the only way that he could respond. And I think men that go to war, police officers that are put into situations, firemen that run into buildings, I think they would all concur with me, okay? And there are many other people that do heroic things, okay? People that help drug-addicted people beat, beat their drug addiction. They don't desire, you know, oh, wow, I think I sure would be cool if I could, you know, have someone throwing up and, you know, I could just, you know, help him to go cold turkey. No, they're in that situation. That's a situation that cries out for attention, and they give it the attention that it cries out for. And there are all types of battles there are all types of warriors. And we cannot shrink from duty when duty calls. Because the evildoers, they're marching on, folks. Satan is walking to and fro, seeking whom he can devour. And he's not going to stop seeking. He's not going to stop devouring just because some low-fat Republican wants to be able to put his head on backwards and watch football for an entire weekend, ignore his wife, ignore his children, and then when the children grow up to not respect him, now his lips dragging the ground, he's got an attitude, and it's somebody else's fault. It's the school system's fault. It's the preacher's fault. It's the politician's fault. It's Hollywood's fault. It's his fault. And that principle can be applied throughout multiple layers of society. If we as individuals would become watchmen and watch women on the wall, if we would pick up the word of God, and I'm, I'm, I'm thumping it now, so for those that like to call me a Bible thumper, yeah, can you hear that? Yeah, I'm a Bible thumper today, okay? Somebody has to thump it. You know, folks go to church and, you know, hear a sermon. It has nothing to do with the real things that are going on in the world. Nothing to do. It's just don't want to rock the boat. Can't get into politics. Whole Bible is full of politics. It's full of tales of kings and wars and warriors and brave men and women and cowards and liars and deceivers. It's full of that stuff. You know, there's no passage in the Bible that says, you know, and the violin played and the petals fell from heaven. You know, where's that verse in the Bible? It's not there. The Bible is full of opportunities to make decisions. And you have to decide. And when the prophet Elijah told the people, you can serve Baal or you can serve God. He, did, he, what, he didn't say it with sweetness and kindness and softness and, oh, I better, better say this soft because, you know, Miss Jones might not put any money in the plate. You know, no. 
That's not how it works. That's not how you end up with success. And you have these two camps in this great nation of ours. And these two camps, they are consistent. They're easy to observe. They're, it, this, this is a very testable hypothesis that I'm laying out here. This is not something fanciful that Brother Craig the Hatchet Man is just pulling out of thin air. This is history. Whether you want to go into biblical history, American history, world history, this is historic, this is true, this is provable for those that want the truth. And see, we're victims of our own success because our society is so successful that there's so many diversions to take you away from the truth and the reality of life. You know, you can play golf all day. You can watch football all, and, and believe. And some people, I can't imagine somebody watching golf all day. Not me. I can see you playing golf all day, but you're going to watch somebody else play golf all day long? My goodness. And then you want to turn around and you want to complain. You want to whine. It's someone else's fault. It's not your fault. Oh, no, it's someone else's fault. You know, that hatchet man, he's so angry. Yes, I'm angry. That hatchet man, he's so full of hate. Yes, I hate evil. I hate wickedness. I hate laziness. And I wonder sometimes, and perhaps some of you out there can help me, I wonder if you had to break down these issues on a percentage basis, how much of it is just evil, how much of it is laziness, people that know the truth and just they're, they're lazy, how much of it is people that don't really know the truth and they're under deception, which the two are really connected because if they're under deception, then there must be a liar and a deceiver. And there must be someone that knows the truth, but they're either too lazy or too incompetent to articulate the truth. And so these people, they get exposed to the lie more than they get exposed to the truth. Are you listening out there, Reverend Chickenfoot? Are you listening out there, uh, Mr. Republican? Are you listening out there, you know, commentator? news person, media member. I'm all of those things. You know, I'm not a reverend with a pulpit, but the word of God does go forth from this program by God's grace. I'm not an elected Republican, but I am a Republican, a very proud Republican. And I don't apologize for my party. And no offense to my dear friend, I had a conversation. We spoke on this last week. My, I have a wonderful friend um, who was a former delegate, and uh, she wrote uh, an article uh, urging people to not vote for Corey Stewart but to write her name in in his stead because of, and, it, and the truth of the matter is that it was because of the relentless attacks upon her by her friends and family. I get those same attacks. Trust me. I understand that. But I'm not going to apologize for being a Republican because a bunch of Negroes don't like that I'm a Republican and they attack me. Let me, find, let me pull something up and, and read it to you. 
okay? And this is for every Republican out here that gets grief from their, um, I could really almost do it um, verbatim, but I'm, I'm going to pull it up. I think it's, um, well, I'm not going to say what I think it is. I'm going to go ahead and, and pull it up, okay? But um, I know it's in the I know it's in the book of John, and uh, but Jesus is is telling us that we're going to be treated the same way that He's treated, okay? And um, and if we know these things, if this is written in God's holy word, then why are we surprised? Why are we angry? Why do not why do we not respond properly? Why do we respond with fear and trepidation and then fall into the Democrat trap, fall into the trap of the wicked and begin to backpedal and apologize for truth? You, if you're a Republican, you know, you really you have nothing for which to apologize. You have no one to whom to apologize. I mean, what is the Republican Party? Foundation, freedom. It was born as the anti-slavery party. The first president, the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln. And I'm telling you, these Democrats, they hated Abraham Lincoln so much that they assassinated him. And there's a, there's a flaw in Lincoln's philosophy that I believe, and I've, I've never heard anyone else say this, but I believe this. There's a flaw in Lincoln's philosophy that contributed to his assassination, which is this idea that still confounds and infects Republicans to this day. For over 150 years, Republicans have had this flawed thinking. It's, it's the friend across the aisle syndrome. Abraham Lincoln had a Democrat vice president, uh, Andrew Johnson, reaching across my friend across the aisle. Oh, if I could just cobble together, um, you know, opposites, then we can save the nation. Well, if you don't have a Democrat to step in, maybe you don't get assassinated. What did they say about Mike Pence? And they thought they were crack. I guess they thought it was a joke. I don't guess this was uh, some type of actual plan. But folks were saying, well, the first thing we need to do is assassinate Mike Pence because, uh, you know, after we assassinate Donald Trump, we don't want Mike Pence to become president because he's going to be worse than Trump. My goodness. Mike Pence is such a, a godly man. I've never met him, but he just, I mean... Even his biblical prototype, uh, the holy man Jehonadad, if you were to read the book, The Paradigm, by uh, Rabbi, Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, or go to my website, thereallyrealdeal.com, and listen to the interview uh, that Rabbi Kahn was so generous to, to, to share with Hatchet Nation. The man gave uh, all, almost two hours of his time in a very, very extended interview. We went through the entire book where he says Donald Trump represents King Jehu, who was strong and powerful, not polished, not smooth, not godly, not a nice man, a strong man, the type of man that was necessary to take out 
the evil, wicked Queen Jezebel, who is Hillary Clinton. But he further writes that the prototype in the book of Kings in the Bible says that King Jehu could not enter the palace without the holy man, Jehonadad. And as his chariot was racing to the palace, he stopped and he invited in the holy man, Jehonadad, and he got in and the two of them together went into the palace. The paradigm, it's a pattern, and it's a pattern that is repeating. And so why am I sharing you this stuff biblically and going through this type of a history with Donald Trump, with biblical characters, and what does that have to do with Judge Kavanaugh and the display of ugliness that we're witnessing? First thing, it's nothing new. Okay, there's no new thing under the sun. And the second thing, this is a battle between good and evil. And yes, we are on the side of good. And yes, the Democrats are on the side of evil. And this is typically where I say, for those of you who have been listening, and I've been saying it for 10 years, I don't mean you, Ma and Pa Democrat. Okay, just like when I beat up on Republicans like Jeff Flake and other weak-kneed, you know, low-fat Republicans, tofu and celery Republicans, Republicans that are traitors, Republicans that are weak. When I beat up on them, and they, trust me, they get there. For anyone that's new to this program, the Republicans, they get it too, just like the Democrats. Although I don't make any... Uh, I don't make any e- equality between the two parties. I don't say that they're equally culpable because they are not. It's not 50-50. It's more like 80-20. Okay, 80% Democrat, 20% Republican. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And when I attack them, again, I'm attacking leadership, I, I say, and, and I've been saying this for years. I don't mean you, Ma and Pa Republican. But I have to... See, I'm, I'm constantly analyzing things, including myself, my presentation, you know, my accuracy. I'm, I'm constantly analyzing. And so I have to ask, just like I critique, you know, Trump or Obama or whomever, okay, Jeff the Flake, I critique Brother Craig the Hatchet Man. So I have to ask myself, Brother Craig, is that always true, that? You shouldn't say that this is Ma and Pa Democrat. Or are there times when it is Ma and Pa Democrat? After all, Ma and Pa Democrat voted these people in. This evil, wicked Senator Cory Booker, Democrats voted him in. This evil, all these wicked senators, the weak-kneed Jeff the Flake, Republicans voted him in. Democrats didn't vote for Jeff Flake. Republicans did. And so am I wrong? Am I wrong when I say, I don't mean you, Ma and Pa, Democrat. Am I wrong when I say, I don't mean you, Ma and Pa, Republican. Am I, am I wrong? 
God's holy word says there's a time for everything. And if you go through the list of things for which it says there's a time for everything, okay, it's a pretty long list. Time to kill, a time to heal, a time to throw stones, a time to gather stones, a time to love, a time to hate, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. Why would you have to refrain from embracing? To, to think about that. To refrain from embracing would mean that there's an urge within you where you want to embrace. Otherwise, you don't have to refrain. You just don't embrace. You know, maybe, you know, like the Hatfields and McCoys. I ain't going to hug him. I ain't going to shake his hand. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> Mrs. Hatchett and I recently watched um, the, a program uh, on the Hatfields and the McCoys. It was quite, it was quite interesting. Kevin Costner, uh, he's a great actor. He was in it. <laughs> but um, so if you have to refrain from embracing, I mean, this, you know, pick, pick a Bible up sometime and just read it. Okay, turn the TV off for a little while. You know, let those millionaire athletes do their thing without you for just a while. Pick up your Bible and read it. There is wisdom. In there, there is gold and silver and diamonds and rubies, spiritually speaking, in your Bible. Why? Why? This goes directly to the society we have today. Why would it say there is a time to refrain from embracing? We ask our soldiers to do things that they would not ordinarily do if they were not in the military. Sometimes we have to do things that we would not ordinarily do were this nation not embroiled in the crisis that it is. We're going to take a bottom-of-the-hour news break and we will be right back. The gambler, the gambler, the Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I guess I was on a little bit of a roll there at the end of the um, third uh, half hour, our final half hour about to start. And, uh, hey, if if you're new to the program, this is the really real deal. And I am your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Me and uh, my trusted little hatchet hound, Maximus, here in the studio. And, uh, hey, we'd love to... uh, perhaps take some of your 
uh, phone calls. Um, hey, we'd love to, you know, we, we, we haven't heard from uh, any of our friends out in the uh, Roanoke area in a while. So uh, if you're listening on WLVA, uh, Fox 580, or 94.1 FM, uh, riding around or at home, uh, out there in the Lynchburg area, Roanoke, Bedford. Uh, hey, we'd love to hear from you, too. Or if you're on Facebook, we have uh, Facebook friends and viewers who uh, they kind of pop in and out on Facebook literally from all over the United States, uh, even even around the world. Uh, the number here is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, um, you know... Everyone's talking about the minutia of the um, this 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 hit piece on uh, Judge Kavanaugh, and you know, and I've not really gotten into the minutia. I mean, you can, I mean, you can go to C-SPAN and see the minutia. You don't need me to repeat, you know, all the details. Okay, I'm I'm trying to get at the essence. Okay, and the the essence of this is that we are at war. And we're not at war because we love war, okay? <clears throat> I'm not a warrior because I like being a warrior or even because I want to be a warrior. You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest of my siblings. And, you know, there have been times in life when, you know, as a family, even as an extended family, we've had to deal with situations and perhaps a, a tough analysis has had to be made and a decision has had to be made. And, you know, historically, you know, I'm the guy that's been willing to say the tough thing. (laughs) Okay. And so, and I think every family has at least one person or every family should have at least one person that's like that. That's not going to be emotional. That's not going to say, oh, well, it doesn't matter. You know, because it does matter. If it didn't matter, why would God even create a thing called family? Why wouldn't we just all be a bunch of loosely unaffiliated individuals, you know, as opposed to in union with one another? You know? Just like we, if we choose to be, we can be in union with our Heavenly Father. Okay? And that's a choice. Okay? That's a choice. And you can... Choose to get married, and the two be- can become what? They can become one. And you can choose to procreate, have a family. And you can choose to join a church, a, a congregation, a- and be a part of the quote-unquote the body of Christ. You could, These are choices you make, okay? You can choose to participate civically, whether it's your, your, your school board or if your children attend a private school, you can, you know, be active there. Uh, Little League, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, on the local level, on the state level, other types of associations, national politics. Um, there are many, many choices you can make, okay? But people of goodwill will make these choices. But guess what, folks? Everyone's not a person of goodwill, as obviously we're seeing. And there's a lot of disgust expressed about what we're witnessing, these vile, made-up lies 
And then we see people that are supposed to be the defenders of all that is decent. And again, I make no bones about it. Okay, I know the Republican Party is not made up of perfect people. I know that. But issue by issue by issue, if you take the Republican position versus the Democrat position, okay, it would be no different, no different than if you took the position of the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition position by position, and put it up against the coalition of evil position by position. It would be no different, okay? And remember this, remember this. And if you're a Democrat out there, I, don't, I want you to not be offended. I want you to listen, do an analysis, and if you want to call after you've done an analysis, feel free to call up. But, you know, not, we're not going to engage in an emotional shouting match. But the coalition of evil is the Democrat Party, the Communist Party, the Socialists, the Fascists, the Atheists, the Homo Nazis. The I mean, you can just go on and on and on. And these are the people that want to take the power of government to and give it more power to control you and me and give you and me less power. That's the coalition of evil, which is not in the will of God, because if it were in the will of God, we as human beings, we would be like my dog Maximus, or we would be like the birds that when the seasons change, they fly based on what? It's it's a inborn habit, what you would call is nature. We but no, we have free will. You're not gonna, you know, you see a hundred ducks flying in a row. All right, they don't have free will. You know, 20 ducks can't go this way and, uh, and, and the other 80 go the other way. No, the whole hundred of them, they're going to do what they do. God created us that way. God did that. We have free will. We have to face that. And so when we face the fact that we as human beings, as a creation of God Almighty, have free will, then we have to come to grips with why do people choose to be a Democrat and do these smears over and over and over again? And why do people choose to become Republican? Why do people choose to become Christian? Why do people choose to become atheists? We have to come to grips with that. And we're going to welcome to the call, uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to the phones, Diane. Uh, Diane from Chesterfield. Uh, thank you for your listenership. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind today? Uh, thank you, Brother Craig. I agree with everything you said. I'm a senior citizen. I have not missed a vote. I'm a Republican in my lifetime. God bless and, you. And I also would like to, and I don't have a car. I have to get a ride because oh. I'm a Wow. But I want I'd to, be honored to pick you up if ever you <laughs> need to get to the poll and your regular ride can't make it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, and I don't live in Chesterfield, but I'm telling you, I'd go out of my way to make sure you got to the poll. (laughs) But I wanted to say that uh, something that wasn't brought out um, about uh, the Ford woman, she said that it was not political, that she was going before 
and sending the letter. They always <laughs> say that. They, she's a no, liar. Yeah. But it's not true. I have a proof mm-hmm. because I was listening to Chuck Chris Meyer. I don't know if you know who he is. I do. Great guy. And he brought out, he apparently investigated. I don't have a computer. And um, he said that she is a director on the company that makes. Are you to are you four eighty six the uh, the abortion pill? But he has mentioned that. Yes, yes, I've I, mentioned that too. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mentioned that last week. Okay, and then also, um, they don't even bring out the fact that Kavanaugh kept those calendars, and he wasn't even uh, in the area. Yeah, I know and, that. Uh, I I know that Diane, and you know. And and see that's the the uh, the details and the minutia is kind of already known. Is it's known that this woman is a liar. It's known that she's from the pit of hell. But you have twenty one senators who sit there, and ten of them want to vote to move on. Ten of them want to oppose. And then well, the twenty first one, Jeff Flake. Um, you know the Democrats got to him. I don't know if they have dirt on him, or I don't know if he's just that stupid well, or just that wicked. Hmm? I've heard it over and over. He hates Trump with yeah. a big passion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he this is why he hates Trump, okay? I saw a thing. Uh, I, I was blessed and honored to speak to some uh, dear friends out in Louisa County uh, Thursday night. And uh, one of the gentlemen, great, oh, I love this guy, great guy. He had a picture of uh, Donald Trump, and he said it's not, and the caption on the picture said it's not, me that they're after. It's you that they're after. I'm, right. I'm just in the way. Yeah. And that sums it up, uh, Diane. See, oh, they, they hate me and they hate you. They hate us because we love the Lord. And you sound like a Christian woman. Oh, I am. I've been a Christian since a young girl. Yes. God bless you. Yeah. And so they hate you. And see, and what did our big brother Jesus say? Why Jesus said there's a reason why they hate us. He said they hate us because they, I'll let you complete the sentence, because. They hated me first, yes. Amen. You've been doing your Bible study. God bless you, Diane. (laughs) Well, God bless you and keep up the good work. All Uh, right. Thank you so much, ma'am. All right. Well, that was the very delightful call there. And, uh, hey, the number here, 804-454-1366, if you'd like to chime in, 804-454-1366. And, and you know, this may, I mean, just like, see, God has a way of using whatever. What we think is horrible, God uses, okay? Uh, like I alluded to earlier, how when Potiphar's wife falsely accused uh, Joseph, and Joseph had to go to prison because Potiphar's wife said, oh, he tried to rape me, okay? He molested me, you know? He treated me the way Cory Booker uh, stuck his hands and treated that girl that was drunk when he was in high school, okay? This is the same Cory Booker that stands and gets very testy and nasty with a man who he knows is falsely, has been falsely accused, okay? And Cory Booker wrote this in his own book, so... You know, we have the proof that, and it's not just Cory Booker, okay? You can just go down the list. Ted Kennedy killed a woman, okay? His brother, John Kennedy, took uh, 18-year-old Mimi Alford into the White House as an intern. This, When she was 17, she when she was in high school, 
Mimi Alfred came to the White House to interview the First Lady. John Kennedy got a look at her and told his wingman, hey, I want me some of that. Set it up. Well, but see, she was in high school, so they couldn't set it up. He didn't have access to her. She was under the protection of her father and her mother as a high school student, okay? But as soon as she graduated high school and she was sent outside of the protective realm of her earthly father and her mother, and she was now in college, Satan went to work, okay? And so Satan prompted John Kennedy's wingman to approach that college and offer to Mimi Alford an internship at the White House. And so this is a good girl from a good family, probably a virgin, okay, who was not like Monica Lewinsky, who was stalking Bill Clinton. This was a good girl, okay? Just like Judge Brett Kavanaugh was a good kid, okay? And on the fourth day, and she was, oh, what an honor. You want me? Oh, wow, my goodness. I had no idea. Oh, wow, wow, of course I'll be an intern at the White House. And on her fourth day there, President John Kennedy had that girl in the bed, and pretty soon thereafter, he had Mimi Alford having carnal relations with his friends and associates while he watched. That's the depth. That's the sexual depth to which John Kennedy took Mimi Alford. And John Kennedy is a Democrat icon. Ted Kennedy, who killed a woman, is a Democrat icon. Bill Clinton, who defiled Monica Lewinsky, a Levite, he defiled her, and he defiled woman after woman after woman after woman for year after year for decades, raped Juanita Broderick, and he's a Democrat icon. It's horrible that this Democrat party, this demonic party that treats women so horribly are on their high horse over a false made-up accusation, just like out of the Bible, and Republicans won't fight it. Uh, we're going to welcome Joe uh, to the program. Uh, Joe, what's on your mind? Hey, Craig. How you doing, guys? I'm fantastic. Uh, so I, you got me a little confused. I heard you a little earlier talking about evil and everything like that. So you're saying, what is it, Christina Blasey Ford is evil and is a liar? Yes. Wow, guy. <laughs> you better be prepared to meet your maker because it's, it's going to be bad. It really is. I, and this, this is a part of crazy Republicans that I don't understand. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent. I refuse to belong to either party because there are people on the Democratic Joe, side who just Joe, I bad. don't believe you, Joe. I don't I, believe you, okay? I don't care what you believe. Yeah, you don't I, believe I don't truth. believe you, okay? Could, but let, let me ask you this, you. Joe, on, on, on issue by issue, okay? Democrat issue, you know, versus Republican issue, okay? There was a ballot initiative that went out, um, marriage amendment. Did you support the protection of marriage or not? Not. Okay. That's I a Demo that's to... Joe. Let me, let me Joe. Finish, Joe, that's a that. Democrat issue, okay? No, now it's not. that it's is a, a Democrat. Issue. The, the Republicans wanted friends? to support it. The Democrats did. Have you didn't. ever had gay friends? I have or gay have friends and family members, women? but that doesn't mean that Have you ever I'm known in... any gay grown I gay women? I just said I do. 
Oh, Joe, but that doesn't mean... Is it wrong mean... for them to be together? Joe? Is it wrong for them to be together? Um, put him on hold, please. Okay. We, you can't talk over top of me, Joe, okay? Just because I happen to know people that do... Jesus Christ says we all are sinners, okay? So the standard is not that I can only have a friend who's perfect because why would I be friends with a perfect person when I'm not perfect, okay? So that's not the standard, okay? The standard is what does the Word of God say that if I truly love this person as a friend, what is my desire for that person? I know plenty of people, including myself, who miss the mark of godliness and I want for these people the exact same thing I want for myself, which is what Jesus Christ says is the, the true measure of faith, okay? To love the Lord with all your heart and to love your friend as what? Your neighbor, to love them as you love yourself, okay? And so for myself, I want to be better tomorrow than I am today, which that is an acknowledgement that today I missed the mark. Today, I missed the mark, but today, I'm better than I was yesterday, and my prayer is that tomorrow, I will be better than I am today. Next year will be a better year than this year. I want that for my friends, whether they are homosexual, whether they're on drugs, whatever the case may be, okay? Whether they're lazy, you know, I want them to do better, and I would encourage them to do better, okay? And so, don't hand me this garbage about, you know, that, that, that they, this, this homosexual person, they can't do whatever it is they want to do. We can do what we want to do, but we have to accept the consequences of that which we do, okay? You work, you can eat. If you don't work and you're hungry, well, you're hungry because you didn't work, period. Bring Joe back. Hey, guy, you going to let me get a statement you're back. in there? Well, why do you think I brought you back, Joe? Don't right. waste well, my time, man. Okay. i got eight minutes left when in the show. When I was younger... Me, um, real young, I met a couple of women down at the river in Williamsburg area. They were uh, university professors at uh, William and Mary. Why am I not surprised? And, but and, I need you to no, no, get to no, the no, point they were quickly. Much older than, they were much older than I was. I need you to get to the point quickly. Okay. And they just needed somebody. I got to know them well, and they just need somebody to be with, a couple. Now, I also had a friend that I worked with for years and years and years. All of a sudden, his mama died. Then his girlfriend died, and he got forced into retirement. And three weeks later, they found him dead in his body, in his bed, because he had nobody. Everybody needs somebody, and it's not just Joe, homosexual. I, I so get that, that. okay? But listen, <laughs> you need to get thank down you. on your knees. Thank you and pray for your God call, Joe. For calling Ms. Ford a liar. The, she is a liar, okay? And those senators that are abusing uh, Judge Brett Kemp, because one of them has to be lying, okay? Yeah, cut him off. One of Joe, one of them has to be lying, okay? So they're they're making opposite statements. And and this guy who he you're a liar, Joe, because you lied when you said you're not a Democrat, okay? You say if it sounds like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks a duck, my goodness, it's a duck, okay? Now you sound like a Democrat, you talk like a Democrat, you you walk like a Democrat, you think like a Democrat. You're a Democrat. Okay, and so just like I got this thing in my in my mail from this Abigail woman, what's a Spanberger? Okay, she doesn't want to claim being a Democrat. The woman is a Democrat. 
okay? So just because she doesn't claim being a Democrat, that does not mean it's okay for you to just vote for her because, oh, she's a nice woman and she works at, she used to work for the CIA, all right? Brennan worked for the CIA too. He's wicked. He's evil. You know, there's no such thing as group wrong or group guilt. And similarly, and we all would acknowledge that. You can't take a group of people and say, well, all in this group are evil. Well, you can't take a group and say all in this group are righteous. So just because a woman worked for the CIA, you can't say, well, oh, oh wow, she worked for the CIA. Wow, she must be okay. Have you ever heard of the swamp? Okay, these evil, wicked people are all everywhere uh, throughout our government, including the CIA. And we're going to welcome Al to the program. Al, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, brother Craig. How you doing, Doug? I am fantastic, man. Well, this is not about you. It's not about politics. not about Maximus. It's just totally about Mrs. Hatchet. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Al. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to make this quick and short so you can go ahead and close out your show. But uh, uh, okay. just wanted to recognize Mrs. Hatchet. They, I appreciate that, and I'm sure she does, too. Thank you so much, my friend. God bless right. you. Have a great weekend. God all bless you. All right. You too now. Bye-bye. All right. Well, all right, folks, and, um, yeah, I need to calm on down here. But, um, you know, I think I feel like maybe I should, um, you know, because we do have, uh, what, five minutes left in the program, about four minutes, actually. I'm going to share with you um, 2 Timothy chapter 3. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, Brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having, key part here, having a form of godliness, a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Turn away. Remember how I quoted you, there's a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain from embracing. Word of God, not the word of Brother Craig. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Something to think about, folks. Always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. One more since we, we, we're, again, we're real close to the end of the program, okay? And this is from the book of Luke, chapter 20. And this is how you should um, 
I think you should uh, view these people, okay? And let me get to the, the point. Uh, oh, I've got, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. And the chief, and this is, okay. And the chief priests and the scribes, the same hour, sought to lay hands on him. And they feared the people. That's you out there. That's me. For they perceived that he had spoken a parable against them, and they watched him and sent forth spies which should feign themselves just men, that they might take hold of his words, that so they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor. And that's, that's I'm going to leave you with that, folks. These people feign themselves just because they're trying to lay hold of our words and take, and take power and authority over us. And that has to be the last word. God bless you out there, America. And uh, we're going to see you right here next week. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. And don't forget, go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And uh, we would be honored to have your support. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. The flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave.